Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting beings everywhere. This podcast is called The Simple Stitch, as in S-T-I-T-C-H. I came up with this concept actually for a class that's on my lit daily with the same name, The Simple Stitch, and it is to identify help people identify how starting simple is incredibly powerful. And this feeds into my last talks on habit formation and on energy and goal setting and all these things. But I still get lots of questions with, I know what I'm supposed to do. I want to do this. I want to accomplish, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z whether it's in the workplace or on the yoga mat or in the movement practice or in life, but it feels overwhelming to have a goal or just to get started. And so the simple stitch is just to remind us that no one starts on, you know, at point Z, (laughs) no matter what. And it's that whole saying when people talk about overnight success and real success, I'm not talking about kind of some kind of recognition for um, something that isn't 
hard earned, but like really, really successful people will tell you that it doesn't happen overnight. There's been many, many steps along the way. And we often look too far ahead with what we want and it seems overwhelming. And so if we can remind ourselves that we just need to start with the simple stitch. So one of my best friends has, she's a cross stitch person. I think that's the word. (laughs) Needlepoint, that's the word. But, and, and there's lots of people who do a variety of activities with their hands that create things, whether it's cross stitching, needlepointing, macrame, knitting. They don't just knit a sweater, right? You don't just sit down with two needles and some cotton yarn and create this sweater. It's, you have to learn the simple stitch for whatever it is, whether it's your knitting or whether you're um, needle pointing. So this simple stitch is often just an, like in needle pointing, it's an up and over. I've actually needle pointed before. So, and, and if you've even ever done any kind of stitching on clothes, you just need to know how to do this simple stitch and then you can get more elaborate. So it's this idea that whatever we start with, we have to start with the basics and we can't overlook how important the basics are. There is power in this simplicity. And so have as I've done on other podcasts, I love acronyms. And this acronym is, so many of you have written down my acronyms and I love it because that's a wonderful way of reminding yourself Write it down and then post it somewhere, whether it's your bulletin board or your computer or your refrigerator. When you feel like you need a little extra incentive to get accomplished, whatever you want to accomplish. And I think that's what makes us vibrant in life is when we are present as much as possible, but also thinking about ways that we can take our present self into more evolved states. And that requires growth. And that requires work. And so having those goals or visions of what we would like to do. And so I'll just personalize some of this. Like I have a lot of uh, my own stuff in my life right now, both professional and personal. Um, I have a family, I have a household, I have four animals. And then I have in my, you know, and that that alone could take up uh, uh, 24 hours of the day, just because if I was really cleaning the house and grocery shopping and making food and uh, sitting down and having great conversations with my husband and taking walks with my dogs and um, driving my children around and talking with them and making sure all their needs are met. And then all the other various things that have to happen, laundry and shopping and (laughs) all of that. Okay. So that's really a full-time job. So anyone that's just doing, just quote unquote, doing homemaking is um, already has a full-time job. And so in addition to that, I have a yoga studio that I own and fortunately have a great team of people there that, that help it run on its own a lot when I'm not around. Um, but that took years to get that. It didn't like overnight. You know, a lot of people who own a yoga studio will tell you that they're there day and night. And while I didn't ever quite do that because I I had a little bit of a leg up because I had a home studio. So I kind of moved into a a public studio with a, a great number of clients. So I didn't have to do some of the marketing and getting people. And, and I was teaching most of the classes. So I didn't have to also figure out subbing and all that. But it did take a while to get the number of teachers that I have now to do the teacher trainings, 
to you have employees that work at the front desk that manage the studio. So every step along the way was growth. It didn't just like ta-da happen, (laughs) you know. So and the growth of having people come to your studio. There is so much involved. And I kind of like want to shake my head back and forth, like, ah, I can't believe this. Like I'm in such a great place right now. I love it. And it um it did take a lot of hard work. It didn't feel like work to me. So, but my, my very close friends will remind me, like, you have worked hard. So um know that anything that you accomplish is going to have these fundamental steps that you're needing to take. Don't be afraid of them. And so let's let this acronym help you. So the stitch we'll keep in mind is this foundational stitch we need when we're creating something. Um, In my yoga class, I'll talk about the stitch as being this way of first bringing in awareness to your central core. A lot of people just think of pulling the belly straight back and that's like tightening the core. And the simple stitches is involving a little bit more up and down side to side movement. You'll still have to watch that class to see. Here is the acronym S, start small. Just like when you're starting a habit, um, habit formation, starting small is really overlooked and it's very powerful. So when I when people ask me, so what do you do when you feel unmotivated? How do you get started? On and on and on. But there, the question is always something around like, this feeling of stagnancy or inertia or being overwhelmed by by having this huge goal or idea that they want to, to do. And you have to bring it back to starting small. So it's not to like not look out in the future at this bigger end goal, but to really um, put your focus in this small, the smallness of where you want to start. So starting small with whatever it is you're going to do. Uh, making this personal, I and I didn't really have a long-term goal. I have kind of in a lot of ways just created what I'm doing somewhat organically. If you had asked me 15 years ago what I wanted to own and run a yoga studio, I don't even think I would have said yes. I wouldn't have said no, but it's just not like something I was aspiring to do. It really happened um, organically. But I did start really small. I had a small studio at home um, and literally could only teach five people maximum at a time. So I did a lot of privates, a lot of small groups for uh, about five years and really grew my ability to, I had always worked with physical therapy clients, but it really grew my ability to just direct a class or tailor a class or a a flow to a diverse group of people and have a very big impact because it was so few people that I could really help each one very specifically. So I grew a lot as a teacher and as a creator of, of movement patterns and yoga patterns. And so I think that for young or new yoga teachers out there, and I say this all to, all the time to my yoga teacher trainees um, who are going through it, is every person that walks in that room, it, be grateful for. So if you show up and two people are there, that's awesome. You will get, you. this is your small step that'll get you into the class where you're having 20 people in a class, if that's your goal. I think a lot of yoga teachers um, have these large goals like that, lofty goals right off the bat, and then they're sorely disappointed 
when the two, one, sometimes zero people show up to class. And it's so deflating um, that it can really knock you, knock you back. And what I would say is reframe it, start small, be excited to have smaller classes because you will grow much more as a teacher, as a communicator, and um, a facilitator, as a guide when the classes are small. To walk in a room with 50 people as a, as a new newbie yoga teacher, I think is probably the most terrifying thing that could happen. And I'm not just talking because there's a lot of people. It's because there's a lot of people that you have not yet um, been, you haven't taken the small steps yet to be able to help a big group of people. It's just, so start small, be happy with that. The next stage, what is the next letter? It's T. T is take action. So when you have a small step, go with that, take action on it. So the small step is I want to, um, you know, here's a lot, what a lot of people write me about going back to PT school. They're like, I've figured out, I've been inspired by a variety of people and you included that physical therapy is the route for me. What do you think? And I'm like, that is noble to uh, redirect and you, some people just U-turning. Some people it's, it's, it's kind of the direction they were heading anyway. And it's just been more, uh, specify they they know for sure that they want to be pt but that is a big that, that's like a lot of steps to get there so the first small step is identifying it i want to be pt and what is that going to take that's going to first take looking at the requirements for what it it takes to go to pt school that's a really good first step just boom what it, what is the first step look at the look at the preliminary requirements then you need to take action you need to decide if you've already decided you're going to go to PD school, you have to then take action. I need to sign up. What's a class I need to sign up for that I need? And do it. Take action. Because taking that action, once you've already made your small step, will get the wheels turning. So another example of, of taking small steps or taking the small stitch, besides just doing it in your needle point, but think about learning a foreign language. You don't start off conversing. You start off super for small, the I, the he, the she, the verbs, the vocabulary. You take the small steps of learning little bits at a time, and then you can then take action and start practicing these small, you know, learning the language, just like you would practice making the needle point, just like you would take the initiative to sign up for a class that would be a precursor to going to PT school. I, identify the outcome. What is the outcome of this step that you've done? Really identify it. So it's it's kind of like the period at the end of the sentence, right? You write the sentence, boom, and there's the landing mark for you. We don't do enough of that where we we have a small step we get involved in it and then we have we see what the outcome is and we just it's it's almost like you're meditating on that there's a pause in it we're so kind of eager and hurried to just do everything and accomplish everything go back to pt school change my life all that small steps take the small stitch the simple stitch that will then become much more layered and complex what is t take momentum So you've done all these things. You've made these like this small step. You've taken action. You've seen where it's gotten you. Keep the momentum going. 
This is the other thing that people do. Think about how many hobbies we start, we get really involved, and then they get tough and we don't stay at them. You know, and this could be anything. You're starting tennis, you're trying to learn how to do this, you're trying to become a CPA and you don't have your, you need to take your accounting. I'm thinking of all the different examples that people have given me. Utilize the momentum. That's why you need to identify the outcome because that's your reward. This is habit formation. That's your reward. Hey, I I did I did this, I learned this, and this is what occurred, and now I'm gonna whew, move forward. Take momentum. Use this momentum to then go and go to the next step. So C of stitch is complete your first row. So that's like if you imagine all of the simple stitches lined up. That's your first row. That's your foundation. That Those are the seeds that, that have been planted that are going to sprout and going to bring you the food that you want to grow. Whatever it is, complete your first row. So for me, I went from a very, I went from a small home studio. And then again, this was organic, but this was also, it was organic and yet it was also planned in the sense that we were building a house. And so I thought, well, why would I build the same size studio? Let me double the size so I can now have 10 people in my in my home studio. So I essentially completed that first row and then I was like, mm, time, to, time to bring this to the next level. I got my foundation. And again, acknowledge the first row, that first like, wow, this is, this is an accomplishment. This is really important for people who have felt stagnant, uninspired, and stuck when they say, I just don't know where to start. If you take the small steps and then really see yourself along the way, see the progression, honor the progression, cheer on the progression, and then use that momentum to um, complete kind of this first stage, it will, that's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. Whether you're learning a handstand, whether you're trying to go back to school, whatever it is, the first part is the hardest. If you get that foundation going, the rest is just practice on practice on practice. So the final thing is H, harness your enthusiasm and grow. The best thing we can do for ourselves and for the people around us is to stay excited and curious in our life, in our professional life, in our personal life. The kind of dullest people, and I don't mean dull in terms of boring, I mean dull as in they're dim, the brightness is not there, are the people who are clocking through the days in the job that they don't really care that much about, but it's paying, giving them a paycheck, and you see it. And I, I'm i sorry to say, I don't want to be flippant and say that you know paying the bills doesn't matter. But life is so much more than that. And if you are just clocking your days to make enough money to do X, Y, Z, but you're not enthusiastic, at least a majority of the time, then I would really, really want somebody like that to just take a hard look and try and and do something more in their life that's going to harness this enthusiasm. It is enthusiasm that will actually make us grow brighter in our spirit, in our um, in our life. We know that. We see people, we see people as they age. The ones who age well have a spark. 
and it's a spark of enthusiasm. They're not just sitting back and they have built all the different, you know, they've stitched all the different stitching and they're building layers on it and they continue to learn. And that is what keeps your brain growing and that keeps your mind active and it keeps your um, spirit excited. So for anybody out there, especially this time of year, but any time in your life where you feel like stuck or stagnant, if you can remember everything that blooms starts from a seed, it starts being buried down in there, um, not knowing necessarily the outcome, but just starting there, getting a little bit of the fertile soil, a little bit of the nutrients to grow and bit by bit, and then getting excited, harnessing, and taking momentum to to take you to the next stage and really fully grow. So I hope this helps. Don't ever underestimate um, the need for simplicity. And we need more and more of that in our lives today. And this really applies to movement. Start small. When people want to learn something, whether it's yoga or whether it's something, like I said before, tennis, start fundamentals. But for yoga, for example, I'll just speak for this for a moment. Starting simple is not necessarily the same as starting easy. Starting simple means, again, it's a simple stitch. It's It's a basic foundational idea that you grow upon and start from there. So when you're looking for a yoga class, is the teacher teaching you the the foundation for the poses where you need to bring your attention to so when i teach the simple stitch i'll call it i don't necessarily use this language in every class by any means i but it's about the core i use the core in every class and i identify what that means which is everything but your limbs and the simple stitch is so it's not just sucking your belly in it's this idea that we can kind of stitch across our body from say that right side of your rib cage to the left front hip and then go through the body a little bit like you're doing a stitching and then you go up to the left side of your ribs up and over across the body to the right side of your um, hip and and then all of that stitching pulls in together and pulls back towards the spine and that if you can get that feeling of consolidation and organization in your core, that idea of this simple stitch, you will grow and your practice will grow and your movement patterns will change and become more sophisticated, but start simple. So start it in all the ways, in the body, in the spirit, in the mind. I hope this helped you so much today. Please share this podcast with others, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you take a screenshot of your review, send it to podcast at movementbylaura.com. And we will send you a free link to one of my classes on um, Lit Daily. Thank you so much. I'm sending you hugs and a nice, simple stitch your way. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.